<sighs> All right, let's get into. Speaking of food luck, so I had saw this. I don't know if you saw when uh, Super Boo uh, had killed all of the humans on the Earth. No. In which uh, just peep, uh, just peep Hercule when he's uh, killing everybody. G. Some of it are like, oh come on, man. Everybody thinking it's fireworks until they all start it. Until they all yeah, start getting I'm killed. Nervous. I never seen it. But then they zoom over to Hercule, and guess what my nigga is doing? <laughs> Ultimate. Wait, G. did one of them go through him? G. It definitely like one of them had went G. through him. <laughs> Don't tell me. This isn't the meaning of fool like right here, man. Yeah, no, that's, that's the meaning. That's crucial. All of this, all of them got. So all I'm saying is they gave us Toriko before we knew we had Toriko. Oh, look, T and Kajaja, I didn't know that. He's still weak though. Right? <laughs> Hercule didn't even have to move. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out because I had peeped that uh, early, earlier this week or whatever. That's crazy. That's crazy. Is it still on? Going live in five, four, three, two, one, go. He ugly as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is MGG. This hey. is Boy Cosmic. This is Deuce for the time being. Uh, Yo, this is Jugger. What up, it's Gramps. Yo, and this is a decent podcast where we talk about anime, manga, and you know, whatever the fuck else we feel like talking about. It's a decent podcast. Run it. More money, more problems. More guns, more violence. I be the cover case. I feel like John got it. How about a Benz, baby? I feel like John like. I feel like taking some drink right now and pouring it over my niggas. We ain't never turned down. I'm a big. Welcome to Decent Podcast, episode motherfucking forty-five. The podcast where we talk about manga, anime, and everything else. This is late as fuck. We tired as fuck. And uh, I got my co-host here. We'll introduce himself starting right after the bell rings. Yeah, fuck that bell. I guess I guess that was my intro. Put up his grips. <laughs> and um, I'm going to go check the door. All right. <laughs> it's the fucking niggas next door. And just like, the, um, just like last time, it was a bell from across the street. Because welcome to the hood. Fucking around in the hood. All right, we're going to skip story time this week. And jump right into some decent news. So, uh, let's get started with some news from, like, the phone world before we hop into this E3 shit. So, so uh, there's been a release of the OnePlus 5 MKD, MKBHD. I uh, did a quick look, a little quick review on that phone. Uh, I'm not really excited about it because I'm, I'm definitely a uh, Samsung fanboy. When that Note 8 comes out later this year, I'm definitely going to probably hop up on it. Um, the Note so series was the one that blew up, right? The Note 7 was the one that blew up. Oh, okay. Don't say the Note series as if they all blew up. Well, stuff. I'm just saying, like, Notes versus <laughs> Galaxies. Yeah, yeah. And um, assuming that the Note 8 is going to have a stylus with it, I'll definitely be hopping on that. I've come to realize how vital it is to have a fucking stylus on your, on your phone. Really? Oh, yeah, that I shit. I still don't need one yet. The accuracy... Mm-hmm. That you you can get on that is better than any other thing I've ever fucked. I still feel I'm just gonna lose that shit in like five seconds. I mean, 
Hey man, that's you. <laughs> right? Yo, else. Right? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, it definitely um, also notifies you when your phone gets too far from the stylus. Mm. So they, they try to make it lose proof as possible, but you can't make something stupid proof, so. Um. Wow. Come on, dude. The shade you just threw there, dude. I had a big old bruise on my head from the lampshade you just threw at me. <laughs> no, that, that's, uh, that's actually um, a reference to uh, construction construction lingo because they try to make things as safety uh, as safe as possible or whatever mm -hmm. but they say they basically say you can make something as um, death proof as possible or injury proof as possible but you can never make anything <laughs> fully, fully idiot proof so no matter what somebody can still end up killing themselves even if you got the whole fucking building netted off everybody's tied off to something or whatever somebody's gonna always do something stupid yep. to get themselves messed up niggas wanna sue man niggas wanna get that money uh, but yeah, I mean, I have a OnePlus 2, so uh, I might I might upgrade to it. I mean, they say it looks similar to um, iPhone, which kind of puts me off a little bit. But uh, I'm liking the look, because mine right now, the way my phone looks is like, I think maybe my eyes have now adjusted to not like the clunkiness of phones. And it seems, I like that it's big, but it's like slimmer. Like I kind of want a thin phone again. So mine feels like kind of clunky and fat right now. I have a OnePlus 2. So looking at that, I was like, I would like a nice little sleek phone. And then they're talking about the two types of cameras, though I'm not 100% sure of, on the advantages of them just yet. Uh, it's like, ba basically um, Apple did it with their with their iPhone 7. Yeah. It allows you to, um, to I guess, kind of zoom out to a wider view mm. with two different modes. Okay, got it. So yeah, so there's that. Um, that could be beneficial. I mean, I don't know how iPhone's camera compares to everyone else, but they put a lot of respect on it. I don't know if that's the one good thing about Apple or not. I'm not that into that world, but uh, it's cool to see that that camera's upgraded. I really like my OnePlus One camera or my OnePlus series cameras. Like I always get compliments from people when I take, in certain situations, it's a really, can take some really good pictures. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm, uh, I would definitely get it for that. And then just in general, like I, I, I I like to see what other new enhancements and stuff they added to it, cause uh, I think I, mean, as, I like what I got now. I think as far as music goes, or just sound quality from from most phones, yeah, nobody's really blowing anything out the water. I think they're all basically have reached it like this. this Are you talking about like if you're playing from the speakers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel I like feel like all phones have shitty speakers. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they had to give up on that part because they're just. I feel like the assumption is that most people either are using Bluetooth speakers or headphones, mm -hmm. and then you're rarely playing something out of your phone speakers. Like, so I I can see why they would give up on that because it's like, is it really going to make that difference of the buy if it has some of the best? Like speakers, like some phone speakers. Some, some people actually go off on that shit. You think so? I mean, use. I mean, not one hundred percent all based on the speakers of it. Yeah. But you know, if a couple, if two phones are neck to neck with each other, uh -huh. then that last you would buy factor, one based on the speakers. That last factor might be that that uh -huh. speaker part. That I guess then that means people are using because in my head, I use it probably like. Um, I would say like about the times I'd use it, like if I'm in my room or whatever by myself, like I can hear it when I use it. It's really a situation that I come, it's probably once a month, maybe, not even, that's even too often, but like once every so often that I run into a situation where I'm like, damn, I wish my speakers was better so the rest of these niggas could hear this shit, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And I didn't, I don't have another outlet to, to produce the sound, so that's interesting. Um, I might actually upgrade to it. 
Uh, but I think OnePlus still does the invite shit, so maybe they'll send me one. They sent me one for like the three, I think, but I ended up not using it, so it'd be nice if I got one in the mail. Um, we can move on to, uh, I don't have anything in the anime manga news section, uh, besides one thing. So Hunter x Hunter has finally come back from hiatus, super hype about that. Read the first chapter, a lot of information, a lot of detail. We might start kicking up reviews of that, so be on the lookout for that. Either way, I'm excited it's back. I'm hoping that he does not take a hiatus for at least like six months or something. Come on, he's got to give us like a good chunk of the story right now. Don't come back for hiatus and then next week talk about some. Well, sorry, I'm about to take a two week break or whatever. Hunter x Hunter is too good for that shit. I thought Odo was bad with that shit, huh? No, man. He takes whole, man. Like him and I think the author for Berserk have like these weird hiatus problems. This dude came back for like a few months with consistent chapters and was like, yeah, I'm going to take like, he took like a month hiatus, then came back with like one chapter and then he basically took a year hiatus. <laughs> like he just came back now from a year hiatus. This nigga said a and, year. I mean, King Lightning be making fun of him because it's like he, the one time when he took the hiatus was when a new, um, whatever game got released. So basically he like took the hiatus so he could fucking play that game. It was like, damn, I appreciate him though because he, he works on his own timeline. So, at least with, like, Oda or some of these other magakas, like, I feel like their story sometimes hurts from the fact that they're forced to put it out every week. Yeah. So, even when they really want to take a break and develop the story, they can't because it's like, yeah, you got to put it out. People want it, whatever. He doesn't do that. So, whenever I, he does come out with something, it's quality. It just sucks that it happens so often and far apart between each other. But, yeah. Yeah. That's the respect I put on his name. Now, we can get into this... Um, that's it for that side of things. We can get to this, uh, and, uh, no, gaming. gaming. Yeah. So E3 happened, what, last week? No, nah, my dude, it was like two, three weeks ago. We Dang. Oh, yeah, we're super late with E3 then. So, yeah, E3 happened like dinner a month ago. <laughs> but, yeah, so we were uh, looking at some of the games, uh, and we're definitely hyped for a few of them. Uh, maybe we'll do, like, more in-depth about it later. I don't know. But, um, yeah, man, I'm hyped for, um... Gramps was telling me about Anthem and Beyond Good and Evil 2. Those two, Anthem looks a lot like Destiny. It looked cool, but I can't see myself playing it because I'm not a fan of those, like, going around with my friends to find these loot crates so I could get better weapons. Like, it, it gets old to me after a while, so I can't see myself purchasing that day one. But I don't think Beyond Good and Evil is like that. Yeah, Beyond Good and Evil looks really, really huge. I don't know what the actual gameplay of it is going to be, but the scale has sucked me in. Like, and what's I'm the reason? From the scale and and of what the was the reason behind it? You said it was because of uh, what's the game that disappointed you? Because it was oh, No Man's Sky. So No Man's Sky sucked me in from this from the size of it as well. But uh, it ended up flopping with whatever actually happened again. I never bought it because I heard that it flopped basically. So one day I'll probably buy it and, and find out that it flopped for real. But whatever. But yeah. So this game has kind of that same scale, but. That was kind of my hope for No Man's Sky was that it was going to inspire a lot more of these bigger games and I think this is like one of the examples of that because this game is huge and, and through the trailers and gameplay you see him starting off and, and showing you the relative sky, size of like the characters, the ships and then also showing you how seamless it is to traverse the continent and then traverse basically like the universe at the universe level or whatever. So it'll be really interesting to see what comes from that. I just think because of how great grand of a scale it is, 
If they haven't set a date already, once they set a date, it's going to be really hard. I hope they have like 80% of the game completed before they talk about any dates. Because if they don't, it's I feel like it's just going to be another flop. Because they're going to have to try and meet deadlines and cut corners. Oh, yeah. And it's just not going to be what it seems like it's going to be from what I'm looking at on the trailer. So, there's that. Um, not to mention... Um it might end up also just getting canceled because some games just get fucking canceled out of nowhere. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll put respect on that. Uh, you, what was the other one? Oh, Nintendo has like an arms game. And what was the other Nintendo Super game? Mario. Super Mario. That I don't know too much about. I saw a little bit of trailer, so I can let you talk about that. The arms game just looks like it might be one of those like... Not like Smash Brothers, but basically like Smash Brothers, like a competitive Nintendo game where you see like a nice little core group of motherfuckers that get around it and play it. And some conventions you'll probably see it there and people who play hardcore. But uh, Nintendo always has that one game. Like I think even Splatoon was like, mm-hmm. had some niggas on there like that some play for of, real, for real. Out of the box ass games. Yeah. So they always have something that changes the concept, like a, an inventive type gameplay game that they come out with. So I think ARMS is just the, the other one in that list. So I don't think I'm ever going to play it because I don't have a Switch. I'll probably not get one for a while, but... You know, it's kind of disappointing, disappointing that they didn't put Luffy in there because he seems like he would be a perfect match for the game. But, you know, fuck it, it is what it is. Right. And then there's also uh, Super Mario. I forget exactly the title of it, but it's some, super, some type of Super Mario game in which he's basically... It's in the theme of what I would say Super Mario Galaxy, which he's going all over the place, and it's mostly in a city type setting, but mm-hmm. basically Mario can throw his hat onto different objects and he'll turn into him like a dinosaur, a car, um, a fucking frog, and all of these different other things. So that's supposed to be, I'm guessing, their new innovative way of, um, of displaying Mario mm-hmm. in his games. And um, I do the- like that Nintendo does that. They always try to give you something new. Yep. It, it's the one that keeps fresh. Like I feel like the other systems trying to they they'll give you one thing new, and then once they find out that that worked, they stick to that formula. Yeah. But Nintendo was always like, what? It's always giving me something. Like I don't even know who thought of this shit. I don't know where the creators are, but they better be getting paid a lot of money. I mean, they also I noticed that Nintendo also tends to give good music in their games over over the, over all the years. I can That's that. something I've always enjoyed about Nintendo. But. Right. Uh, another thing that's kind of disappointing is that how late they are with um, with Rocket League. Oh yeah, <laughs> and a bunch of so, other games. Skyrim Two is also coming to the Switch. It's like, and when I say Skyrim, I'm Two. I mean Skyrim also. Not there's not a second Skyrim out there. That, at least not that I know of. That wasn't known. So that's kind of sad because that game came out years ago. Oh um, yeah, that reminds me. There's a a, a remake of Skyrim. Either Skyrim or they're doing a remaster of it. It's either Skyrim or it's fuck. What's, what's, what's one of those damn sword fighting games or whatever that looks like medieval and all that shit? Uh, you like For Honor. You can join like Dark Souls. No. You join a different one. Different like factions or guilds or whatever you can say. Um, it's a sword fighting World of Warcraft. You can be like a lizard if a, a lizard if you wanted to. You can be uh, I think like a, a dwarf. You guys talking about World of Warcraft? No, it's an actual, like, you know, regular console game. Always looked like shit to me. Um, Dynasty Wars? Nope. Soul Calibur? Nope. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not a sword fighting game, but you can also, you can be like a mage or swordsman or uh-huh. stealth. And it's and, like, played the same way as what? You can, like, pickpocket people's houses or whatever. It's like a large open world, open world game. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's talk about Dishonored, but you nope. can't pick classes in Dishonored. Nope. Yeah, I don't. I don't know which one you'd be talking. It'll come about. to. It'll come to me. But supposedly yeah. people are disappointed just because it keeps. Uh, they keep making remakes of the fucking game. Mm -hmm. But other than that, we got Assassin's Creed Origins. Been waiting on that for like smooth two years because they, you know, um, they've usually been on a one year. Um, each year, a new Assassin's Creed will come out. But yeah, um, I'm hoping that this is a good one. Considering that they were able to put a bit more time into this one, mm -hmm. in which uh, it's set in Egypt, and the way that Eagle Vision works, instead of you um, walking around and activating Eagle Vision to see everything around you, they, they kind of took a um, Far Cry Primal approach in which you actually look at things through the eyes of an eagle mm -hmm. friend that you have flying around to scope down and, and point out different enemies and, and points of interest in the game. So I'm hoping that'll. Uh, something that makes the game a bit a bit different than the previous ones and also um the combat has changed up so you're talking about assassin's creed yeah yeah so um, if, and for me man i'm super hyper about kingdom hearts 3 this trailer was lit um like i was i like i'm at a loss for words i just hope that it actually comes out man if it actually comes out no more delays or nothing day one and last I might even I never pre-ordered a game. I might even pre-order that shit. Damn. And last not but last but not least, Destiny. I mean, Detroit Become Human. Oh right. That game is definitely going to be lit as soon as it actually um, that it actually fulfills what what it's uh, advertised in the in the trailers and so forth. Right. In which that game is basically you are an AI robot, in which uh, you're essentially trying to build up an army of these other robots who are basically slaves to humans and they're trying to break free from that mold and live their own lives as independent creatures which kind of plays on the fear that some people have um, with with the formation of AI but uh, it's definitely going to be very interesting considering that each decision that you make in the game is going to tailor your own storyline throughout the whole course of that game so yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that there are plenty of different endings to how the game works That'll yeah. be the first time that I've ever seen something like that. I still feel like it might be, um, it might fall short, but it, I, I really like the concept. Once again, if even if it doesn't, if it works, it's great. If it doesn't work, it's still good because now we have another concept. No Man's Sky introduced that concept of building massive worlds. This is going to extend that concept even more about making choices in games, which people want more and more, especially with like their single player experiences. I feel like a lot more people want to be able to control what happens. It gets more and more boring when you're just doing like, okay, I don't really have a choice in the storyline, I just have to go through the motions, well, unless it's, it's like a first person shooter. Yeah, so I definitely think that this is gonna be huge potential for that, for those single player story type games, man. And um, that'd be good for me. Were you, were you excited about Spider-Man? Um, I mean, I like the way it looks, but I think that it's gonna degrade in the, in the gameplay. I think it's not going to be as fun, so to speak. Meaning, like, there's not going to be much to do. I think, like, if I bought it, I'm just going to go through the story and be done. And um, maybe that's how I've played the other Spider-Man games, but I do feel like there was a little bit more options in those. Seems like they're going to be very quick time heavy from what I've seen from, the, from just these different parts right here. But it does look beautiful, so I'll give it that for sure. It'll be an, a very pretty Spider-Man to play. And Crackdown 3, I don't even want to mention that. <laughs> it, looks, it looks so bad. Damn. But 
they're at least uh, bringing in the concept of destroyable worlds. Like the world itself is actually destroyable, every mm -hmm. single piece of it. And you can actually like answer anything and use anything as a weapon. So if you were to take down a whole building, you can actually use the gravel from that, well, the pieces from that building to, yeah. to throw that other, other people cool. or whatever. And the way that that works is that the world is set up as different servers or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, if you were to stand in one block and then two blocks over and start shooting at another building, you're essentially breaking down a different server. So that's going to be uh, most likely tough how that works when um, when the game is actually played with multiple people online. I feel like that's going to be a shitload of lag. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. Maybe uh, technology is moving better than we thought. Mm. Okay. All right, so yeah, that's it for decent news. Um, let us move into some chapter reviews. So I'm gonna Bars. start off. Oh, did that actually work? Yeah. Oh, that's decent. Oh. That's gonna be our new, our new line. Right, I'm gonna start off with Seven Deadly Sins chapter 221 and 222. So it'll be really quick. Uh, so basically like the overview of this chapter, it looks like in 221, kinda into 222, Elizabeth's out there. We have some like more jokes. Meliodas is like beating up Ben and um, King for talking shit about Elizabeth. But either way, Elizabeth's in uh, Merlin's room trying to basically help her out with her magic because they're trying to bring her out of whatever crap Zelda's did to her. In that process, she ends up having to like talk with Zelda since Zelda's brings up like that she is somehow holding Me Meliodas hostage. Um, and he's like basically gonna explain why. Then we kind of roll into 222, where basically um, he gives her all her memories back. She's able to heal Merlin from her from her sickness, but she gets um, whatever memories that she was missing. So now I think Elizabeth, two things happen to her. One, she now has a power up because she definitely seems stronger coming out of the trance, and two, she knows her past, which I think was an issue for both her and Meliodas. I think Meliodas. Well, maybe Meliodas knows, but we haven't had confirmation yet that he really remembers all of his past experiences. But Elizabeth, I think, finally knows her lineage and all this weird reincarnation shit. So that's definitely going to be another point. Then we also see the Sins are getting ready to finally like do some shit now that most of them are leveled up except Ban's stupid ass. But I think he is actually going to level up in this upcoming arc because the setup for this fight now is that basically the next Sin they're going to fight is the one is the reason why uh ban's girlfriend is alive so basically if they kill her ban's girlfriend is going to die there's got to be some decision that's going to be made there um and i think this is going to be the catalyst for ban finally like not being the weakest sin as of right now so that's pretty much what's happened they're on their way to fight this first one and they're setting up the decision ban's going to have to make to save elaine so since i'm the only one here that reads seven days since because all the niggas are not here uh i can I don't really have much else extra to add, so I can just go ahead and, well, uh, let me see, let me see. Yeah, the only thing I, I want to add is that I think Ben is going to get stronger, and there's also this weird chick named Margaret that was introduced. She probably was there in previous chapters, but she seems to be semi-important now because she's like the head of, of one of these areas or something like that. She seemed okay-ish strong, but I'm not 100% sure. I think it was cool to see... Um, all the sins back in their like kind of like their war gear from the past even though it's kind of weird because they're still in the bodies that don't really make sense for the pictures of how badass they looked so that was interesting to see 
Uh, I'm glad that we're finally gonna actually start doing stuff in this chapter because before we were kind of just bullshitting and doing all this weird backstory. And I'm interested to see why um, there's a thought that Meliodas is is being held captive by Elizabeth. So we'll find that out. Maybe she cast some type of spell on him to make him good, but we'll see how that goes. So yeah, other than that, uh, I'm ready to rate it. So I will give those two together, probably like a decent, not a whole lot happened. It's a bunch of setup and it wasn't hype setup. So decent is really being nice. It's probably more of like a decent minus. Um, hopefully now we start to get into the action. I don't think that um, Ban's girlfriend is going to die from this arc, though. I think they might find a workaround. But if she does, hey, whatever. I don't really care. So, yep, that's it for Seven Deadly Sins. I give it a decent, straight, straight up decent. So we can move on to Warm Contrast, chapter 75 to 76, which is probably you said 75? 75 and 76, which is probably like 100 and something, uh, 113, 177 uh, was released. Oh, so it's maybe 76 and 77, sorry. I'll be playing with my emotion smoking. Hey, man. Um, really? That's what 76 was? Oh, fuck. Oh, the <laughs> booty hole? <laughs> oh. I did not know it was that chapter. Yeah, we're going to do One Punch Man 76 and 77. Uh. Have fun. Yeah, fuck it. I guess we'll call 76 the booty hole chapter. Hey, man. In which we see... I don't even booty remember his... Chapter. I don't even remember his name. The the naked... Is it... Oh, I was going to say Masty Masculine. That's Bleach. Um, you know... You guys know... Is it Puri Puri Prisoner? There we go. <laughs> you would remember his name. Yeah, man. Yeah, so we see... Hard to uh, mess out that demon. So we see... I'm not going to put the respect on his name because he out here fighting off of his naked tail. Nobody want to see all that, bro. So he's, uh... Didn't he do it in the last one, though? You talking about when he got murked by the, uh... Fishman? Yep. That's how he unlocks his full power? He being naked as hell? I mean, the nigga does say fight naked, so... Right. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Even in jail. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I'll be blind if I had to fight the man like this. But he's fighting this fucking porcupine. This giant mm -hmm. porcupine. And, um... Basically, while he's fighting this creature or whatever, he's trying to fight it, but every time he, uh tries to, you know, hit it or whatever. Of course, the, uh, what do you call them, quills? The quills on this giant ass porcupine, you know, stabs them up all over the place. In which there are these humans watching the fight from this building very far away. And they're sitting here like, hold on, if he can't fucking touch it, why doesn't he just use that big ass chain that's hanging from his damn leg? Uh -huh. <laughs> so they're trying to yell, yo, use the fucking chain on your leg. And he's like, he's, he's misunderstanding them thinking, oh yeah, guys, don't cheer on me. You should be running away or whatever. Mm -hmm. In which he, he sits there and thinks and he comes up with this quote unquote great idea. Oh, if this, if this, if I can't, you know, attack it, maybe I can, maybe I can uh, defeat it with love. Mm -hmm. And, hold on, did I miss up? Yeah. Yeah, so so he runs up on it and gives it, gives it the hugest pause hug of a lifetime, and uh, eventually eventually kills it. Gives himself an L, but I'm pretty sure. But everybody was like, "Yeah, this motherfucker dumb as hell." And then his butt starts vibrating, and he pulls a phone out of his butt crack. <laughs> and uh, this part is really weird. And uh, he finds out that. His exactly his boys that he's probably captured and raped continuously have been 
taken. That's what I'm assuming. All of my honeys in my sweet home have been kidnapped. So he has a bunch of prisoners. How is he a hero? Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what's blowing me. I'm like, wait. So uh, he's captured a bunch of boys in his house. And um, he's, all right, whatever. No comment. Anyways, yeah, continue to overview. <laughs> that part kind of tweaked me out. The rapist hero. Yeah, man. So, so see why they put him in jail. But he breaks out. That's a problem. That's a problem. No, but that, I mean that's a serious concept they brought up. What happens if you have like someone who's like technically a hero, but they do things like rape people or whatever? You know what I mean? Like in his case, it's like he's so strong that they can't really keep him in jail. You know what I mean? Like, they can't... Because he's an S-Class hero. He can, like, pretty much just break out and he can fight evenly with most but, of the S-Class heroes or whatever. But they can... Can't, so they just kind of let him do what he wants. That has to be something that they can to use to contain this man. They did. Like, he, he pretty much stays in prison, like, when he wants to. For he as long as he wants Like, he locks himself up. Yeah, exactly. Like, he throws it there by so, choice. So and he's he, like, well, so, today I'll be out. Because, because that's the only place he can rightfully rape him I think so. That's so fucked yeah. up, dude. Yeah. What? But think about it. We did have a world of that. What can you really do? Like, there's somebody that's decently strong, and they, like, do that, but they still are a hero at the same time. But they do shit like that on the side. Do you kill them, or do you just let them... You just pretend like that shit is not happening to those boys? Well... Because he's really pissed about his prisoners. I hope they turn all his prisoners into monsters, because clearly they need some saving, dude. I don't think they want to go back there. I don't I mean, think want to go back there I mean, I'm guessing some of them might. They might all kill his ass on the low. He might, well, I mean, they might not be able to, but you know what I mean? Like, he might go to, like, the demon place to try and free them, and they'd be like, no, they all hated you for what you did to them, so we turn them all into monsters, and they'd be like, all right, bet. We finna run, now it's time for us to get our revenge for all that shit he was doing to us but in the room. But then he's still gonna rape them. I mean, as monsters? Yes. You saw what Sweeper you, you saw what Sweeper you did to these, think about it, Sweeper you. Yeah. He was fucking up. People who are martial artists yeah, yeah, yeah. that turned into monster, right? Monsters. No, you're right. You're These right. are regular ass niggas turned into monsters. They ain't gonna be shit. So he gonna still be raping their ass. Oh, man, they should die. Man, they should hopefully die in that. He fight. he's gonna bring them. He's gonna still bring them to his jail yeah. as monsters and continue and raping them. <laughs> what? Oh, this nigga man. goes to jail at the end of the day. It's about yeah. Let me go rape these monsters real quick. Some people just can't have good lives, man. No matter what they do. That's fucked up, though. Yeah. So uh, let's get up off this topic because yeah. we got because we got a fucking time limit. Right. So we go back. To <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to the same time. He's uh, finally running up into the city or whatever, and he sees that the that the city's in shambles. All of the monsters are gone. Some of them have been defeated. By Piri Piri Prison, I mean Piri Piri Prisoner and all of these other heroes, and basically he's like, fuck. All the stuff happened while I was at this weak ass tournament. Meanwhile, the rest of the world was in, you know, was in was in panic or whatever. I could have been out here just wrecking shit. So that was the end of that chapter. And then in the chapter after that, we see um, Satan running into Kane. In which uh, they have the realest nigga moments in the whole show. This <laughs> is like this is just real nigga moment chapter. Dude. Yeah, in this, general, just this, multiple real nigga moments. This, this was the realest, <laughs> the realest. So basically, Saint Thomas having. I didn't ask him to shake. <laughs> so Saint Thomas having a conversation with King, in which Saint Thomas basically saying, "Yeah, um, I don't feel anything or whatever. I'm bored as fuck with this hero stuff." 
um, because I'm just too strong. I can't put any, any emotion in any of my fights in which King is like um, basically spitting him, uh, spitting hella life bars at him in which I, I think the favorite one to me was like, yeah, you might be the strongest hero, but that don't mean you're the best hero. Because you don't, mm -hmm. you don't, because you don't portray these these qualities of a top hero and things like that. Mm -hmm. Kind of like you know, shout out to All Might, and <laughs> shout, shout out to my nigga All Might. In which Shaytama um, just brushes off everything King says, mostly because he got all of this shit from a um, from a comic book. But get it from a comic book, but it's still hella bars. And um, when King was like, all right, if you really want to find something to try to um, overcome or whatever, how about you try to beat me in a video game? In which the time was like, yeah, you know, I don't really feel like doing that either. And he was like, and then King was like, you know what? How about I try to make it fair for you then? I'm going to use two fingers against your ass to try to make it, to try to make it um, kind of fair. And the time was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking crush you, Jeep. In which, um, at that point, we see uh, Garou walking up to, uh, well, walking up in their direction. He's fucking destroyed because he realized that Watchdog Man was a real nigga. <laughs> he wasn't ready at all. Let's go. Bart, Bart. The level of shitting on him he did. So, we found oh out that God. this nigga Garu tried to run up on him, tried to hit his ass with that water, water rock smashing fist, whatever you want to call it. My nigga Watchdog Man said, oh, you want to shake hands? Okay. Shake hands. Garou tried to hit his ass with another one. Shake hands. Garou tried to hit his ass with another one. Shake hands. He's like, gee, ain't nobody fucking tell you to shake hands, bro. And then uh, Watchdog Man proceeded to just go in on his ass on easy mode, for one, and he didn't change his facial expression to at me, all. The funniest part is the hype he tried to put on the fact that he was a dog. He was like, his animalistic movements were, like, I haven't prepared in martial arts for basically, like, finding an animal or whatever, like, <laughs> That shit blew me. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Watch Dog Man is the furry version of Saitama. I feel like, well, I'll get into that after the, after the overview. Oh, so basically, um, Garu's like, oh fuck, that's King over there. I might low key have a little bit of strength left to, to try to run up on him and see how strong he really is. So he starts to run at him full speed. He's like, all right, let me start observing him because I'm pretty sure King already got like a bunch of moves that so he's about all to whip right. out of oh, my okay, ass cool. as soon as I get close to him. I'm glad you put respect on that part. Where it was like 20 kings <laughs> <laughs> dodging around. No, I didn't think it was like him dodging. I, no. thought, I, I thought it was showing like different ways he could, he could try to attack him or whatever. Like all the different um, ways that King was thinking about how to fuck him up or whatever. Oh, that, I thought it was showing like, oh, this nigga was already prepared to dodge any moves. Like he's he's consistently like moving in all of these like different positions so that like if you try to hit him, like he's already like in this mode. You know what I mean? Like, but he's just moving so fast that it looks like he's like just doing this shit. But he's really like blocking all the time like I'm like yo that's funny as hell dude that shit blew me that shit <laughs> that's what I'm saying I thought it was like he's literally like standing there but he's moving so well, he's fast so, in all so of these fast. different positions he's yeah. so fast and he's basically like 10 niggas at the same yeah, time yeah exactly like just like oh no 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 <laughs> so you gotta so, read like the exact moment he's like oh if he's right here I gotta like hit him there or whatever like he was then, trying to predict but what then you have to be fast enough to fucking see that he's at that position yeah right? which is funny as hell cause you know he's not doing any of these moves so it's like if he was actually like he's just making shit <laughs> he's like making shit up every, 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 everybody's making up hype, yeah. the ultimate hype part of this 
He's not even the top S class. That's just hilarious. Exactly. So it's like he's somewhere in the middle so, of that so shit. It's, it's almost like he's essentially the strongest person in the S class. Yeah, even though he's even not. Though, like, even though he doesn't have the highest ranking. Yeah. Even though he's probably like the weakest of all of all regular human you know beings or two. But um, Garou runs up on him or whatever, and then Saitama just fucking kicks him out of nowhere. Like, yo, what the fuck, man? What's up with all these random people running up out of nowhere? And then as he continues walking, walking, um, walking on, Saitama's like, yeah, um, I also heard about this um, this hero hunter or whatever. It kind of reminds me, reminds me of myself. King is like, what do you mean? Well, you know, in the beginning, I was calling myself a hero when nobody else was trying to trying to do the same. This random guy is calling himself a hero hero hunter or whatever, and in which nobody else is. Well, it's calling himself a monster, in which no other humans does the same. So he's kind of like a weirdo like me, in which King is like, yeah, yeah, you are fucking weird, dude. And then at the same time, I was like, you know, you never know, man. Buddy ass might actually give me some gold. He might he, he might actually be the one dude that I'm out here looking for. The one that he just that, kicked his ass. That might, that might actually give me a fucking challenge. Not even realizing that the man that he just fucking kicked through the wall was this guy that he's hoping is strong as fuck. Right. But I, I really do think that this is giving us a nice little uh, depth foreshadow oh. of what Garou is going to become at some point. But for right now, he's still just far. <laughs> man. Man, so um, I was so happy that that Watchdog man gave him that work, man. Gee, I'm I was so because I I had so much suspicion that Watchdog man was a real one because he had that stale say Tama face. Exactly. So it was like you know he's real, and now they like confirmed that he's like oh he's a real one. He was he didn't even shake. He was like shake, 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 <laughs> shake, shake, shake. Oh, okay. All right, you done? And he don't know what he did to hit him. Like, but he just was like. Ooh. Did he even punch him? Like, what did the dog do? He bit him. Gee, that had, yo. I mean, like, that alone, I don't even know why 76 is really, we probably should have just skipped it. Because this alone is, like, lit. Oh, Easily. Because yeah. oh, just yeah. the life bars, Kings was dropping. Oh, the life bars, Kings was dropping, which I thought was good. Because it finally added, it added even more depth to the story, which I, like, I always see One Punch Man is very surface level. But him talking about how bored he was, and King basically being like, look, dude, you're complaining about nothing. Because there's a whole bunch of other shit you're not good at that you yeah. could go ahead and be I, I good think, at. I think, just, this, I think this episode basically got into the whole core of the essence of this show. Yeah. A guy who's bored about being the strongest hero after mm. after wanting to reach that point and realizing that it's not all that it's cracked out to be. I think that's basically the summary yeah. of what this show essentially is. But it's, it was also cool to see that Saitama is in love with the grind or whatever. He was basically like, yeah, yeah it sucks. Not because he's like strong and he's bored all the time, but that's it sucks because he's never actually going to grow. Yep. Like he likes that part of like, oh shit, I suck and now I got better. It's like, now he's like, well, I'm never going to get better because no one is ever going to like challenge me to be great. So that was interesting to see. Um, and yeah, I mean, hella respect on Watchdog's name. The king. Every time King is in a chapter, it's always funny. Oh, Especially if a third party is introduced. You, you can basically assume that any time they show King in a, in, a, in a chapter, he's going to be lit. It's always hilarious. I don't know Shout when One Punch Man Season Two is coming out, but people are going to put so much respect on King's name. The I, I want to see anime. this in anime because <laughs> that shit. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, like, everyone that runs up on King I puts see the false respect on him. It's just hilarious. I can't wait to see the restaurant scene. Dude. Right? I want to see him run into one of these demons and see if they still put the false respect on him or whatever. Like, oh, shit, it's King. Like, <laughs> I'm out. Because, you know. Right? Because the restaurant thing, they were like, oh, we got to look for an opening. He just looks so much right. And then when they talked to him, oh, shit, like, it's a King Angel. <laughs> Oh my god. You can hear his killing intent. Right? <laughs> nah, man. It's clutch. It's clutch. Good god, man. He is such a real yeah. nigga. And then, and then when he walked up to Buddy, he was like, yeah, man. To say what you want. Yeah, that's what he like. <laughs> <laughs> he changed Buddy's whole perspective. I was right. Told him about some. <laughs> he told him about some other shit. Buddy was like, fuck. The he king, knew the whole time. The king writing is perfectly done. Oh, every yeah. time. Dude, that shit is hilarious. Definitely. But yeah, I mean. I honestly used to not put respect on this guy's name just because he's such a phony. Yeah. But this guy is one of the most late. He has the most insane amount of luck ever. Ultimate fool. Like, literally, he's gonna. Um, I don't know if you ever watched like, those Mugen battles, but they used to have these, like, um. Things where they would put up different characters like in a like cartoon format or whatever. So they would always do what they did one with Kira from Death Note. So you know what the Death Note concept is, right? We write somebody's name and then they die. Yeah. So they would put them against all the strongest characters, and it would be like ready, fight, and then he would just write their name down. They would go oh oh oh, like they would just die. So it was like Goku would show. It would be Goku versus Kira, and then it would be like fight, and then he would be like. <laughs> And then Goku would just die or whatever. So what I'm saying is like if King was in those things, it would pretty much be like King starts and they're like ready fight and then Saitama just shows up, punches the shit out of them and then he just walks away. So it's like everybody's an automatic KO. Like Yep. Shit is hilarious, but Yeah, um I'm ready to rate it. Uh I don't even know what respect to put on 76's name. The poor pre prisoner shit is really weird. Yeah. But it's not weird enough to drag down the rating of 77. 77 yeah. is too lit. Automatic lit. It's easily a lit for me, man. I can't even. It's not that I can argue with. So this is this is low key all his fool luck. Dude. <laughs> These other niggas is all his fool oh luck. Oh my god, man. Gourmet luck. I'm saying just blah, 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 blah. Pulling Saitama into the way and shit. Yep. Man. And like his fool luck grabs Saitama's leg and pulled him to I'm too hyped. Because it, like, just for them doing that to me means. I don't know if Watchdog is anywhere close to Saitama's level, but for them showing that Watchdog can casually beat somebody, I think that's the first time we've ever seen an S-Class besides Saitama fight like that, one. Yep. And two, that means, like, whoever the fuck Blast is, he might actually be, like, legit gonna give Saitama some go. Because it's like, we've seen Watchdog, man, he's serious. Blast we've never heard of, but now I'm, I'm like, yeah, this nigga might be real, real. Like, because I thought Saitama was, like, way ahead of everybody, but... I'm looking at Watchdog, man. I'm like, let's not also forget. Maybe. Well, so I, I think um, that Watchdog, man, the way he works is that he he'll only fight um, enemies that are in his area, in his city. He's actually like a regular, regular ass dog, in which, oh. he's, in which he's territorial. <laughs> oh. In which he's basically said, all right, I'm gonna piss around this this city, <laughs> and if anybody comes into my city, I'm wrecking them. I think that's legitimately how, how he works, which is why he doesn't fight anybody outside of his city. Mm. No. So so that's another little um, Easter egg to, to throw on uh, to throw on his name. That makes sense. All right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just lit for me. All yeah, all automatic lit. Yeah, it's not even a not even a debate, man. Right. <sighs> all right. Let's get into speaking of food luck. So I had saw this, I don't know if you saw when uh, Super Boo uh, had killed all of the humans on the earth. No. 
in which uh, just peep, uh, just peep Hercule when he's uh, killing everybody. G. Some of them are like, "Oh, come on, man!" Everybody thinking this fireworks until they all start getting <laughs> until they all yeah, start getting I've killed. Never, I've never seen it. But then they zoom over to Hercule, and guess what my nigga is doing? Ultimate. Wait, did one of them go through him? G. It definitely like one of them had went G. through him. <laughs> Don't tell me this isn't the meaning of fool up right here, man. Yeah, no, that's, that's the meaning. That's crucial. All that's all of them got. So all I'm saying is they gave us Torico before we knew we had Torico. Oh look, T and Kajaj, I didn't know that. He's still weak though. Right? <laughs> Hercule didn't even have to move. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out because I had peeped that uh, early, earlier this week or whatever. Of course, Gosh, crazy. Uh, let's move on to Black Clover, chapter 113 and 115. Um, this is going to be super fast because basically 113 and 115 was just... Um, the matchups getting set up for this Royal Knight selection exam, uh, which I'm not really going to go too deep into. Um, the main one was just that, like, um, Astors, um, oh, we got the team set up. So, you know, is with um, Astors, like, girl from her team. I keep forgetting her name, Noelle. Um, most of these other characters I didn't know or care about, and I didn't really care too much about, the, like, a lot of the other matchups. Um, I'm sure it'll be interesting once the fight actually starts, but basically we hop in around one, which is like Aster, this uh, Zach's guy, and that girl versus um, these three guys who I guess hate the fact that Zach's disrespected the the Emperor. So the whole point of these battles are you're supposed to like basically attack the person's crystal, and by attacking their crystal you get like um, some points or whatever, and, and whoever's crystal gets destroyed first wins. <laughs> So, I mean, whoever's Christmas is served first loses. So, they basically all gang up, and they're all, like, range-type magic people. They all decide to use one big attack against them. Zax is pretty much sleeping. Aster and um, the girl are pretty much worried about what's going to happen. Like, she's trying to defend the crystal. Aster's, like, trying to figure out how the heck they're, like, not going to get shot. So, they finally, um, she pulls out some, some of her magic. Um, and she, basically, like, she has some plant magic, and she, I guess, has a new spell that allows her to, like, basically be the navigator for the squad in this situation. So, uh, Asher does some blocking with his sword, cutting up some magic or whatever. Uh, they basically do their own thing for a little bit until the guys kind of get annoyed, and they're like, alright, cool, we're finna go all out. Now we're basically in the chapter 115. So at 115, when they decide to finally go all out, um... They hit like their three strongest magic attacks at them, and then finally Zax wakes the hell up and and shows us what he's made of. And basically, his magic is some sort of weird trap thing that allows him to reflect other magic. So basically, a whole bunch of people attacked him, and he absorbed all that magic and then deflected it right back at him. But he can also deflect and amplify, so he sent it back at them stronger than it came at them. So right, exactly, pretty much that's what he is. So. Um, the girl is the one who peeped like how his power works a little bit is basically that he sets up these traps beforehand Then if you meet certain conditions that will activate the reflection type magic and I guess it's very 
because they have so many different spells, I'm sure like there's tweaks here and there about how he reflects things and like the different types of traps. So I'm assuming the one that he did was probably like closer to like his stronger type spell, the one where he reflects back a stronger amount. He did like some smaller ones earlier in the story, but that's pretty much the gist. Um, and then after, so they win because of that. And uh, Zach's pretty much is like the douchebag character who is like, well, if you guys are weaker than me, then you're not shit and you're not good enough to be a part of the Royal Knights because you lost to me. So basically, you guys should all die. Aster obviously gets annoyed with that because he's a main character with main character syndrome. They end up winning their match. <clears throat> and then it's pretty much just they're going to be at a head for a little bit because that's just what's going to happen. But uh uh, and then th we're talking about we're going into like the next set of matchups. So uh, there's a guy who kind of reminds me of Hip Laser Dude from Boku no Hero that gets introduced. He's like a pretty type character where everything's got to be beautiful, or he has like these beautiful oh, so rules like Sunny. So he's like Sunny. Yeah, he's like Sunny and Hip Laser guy. They're all obsessed with the beauty or whatever. So we'll see what becomes of that guy. Oh, buddy with um, the horse from One Piece. Yeah. Cavendish, yeah. So he's he got introduced. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, not a whole lot of cool stuff happened in this chapter. His magic was interesting, but I'm not a huge fan of like reflection in this story because there's just so many other spells people have. This is like I'm wondering how much deeper it can get besides uh, he just reflects shit at you. So we'll see. Was that supposed to be like a graphic version of uh, Fairy Tales or something? Mm -hmm. That that manga. By Clover? Uh, no, I mean, they all have book. Have you watched Zatch Bell? Nope. Uh, it's closer to Zatch Bell than <clears throat> that. Like, each person has, like, a book of spells, and as they get stronger, more spells get revealed. So, like, that's kind of, like, the concept. So, at the lower level, they have, like, a couple of spells that they can use, but then as they start to get stronger. Zatch Bell's concept was that you had, like, this little kid, and the kid came with a book, and then as you and your kid's bond got stronger, you would get like more spells in your book. And then eventually the goal was like, if you got all their book, they're pretty much like OP. Mm -hmm. So that's like, seems like the goal for Black Clover, uh, which is different from Fairy Tale, because Fairy Tale, you don't even understand the concept of, of how the magic is even used or, or, or what it's there for. People just use magic. You don't even know how they obtained it, how they practiced it. And you don't know why some people get stronger because yeah, you know, right? friendship. And they're somehow still normal people in this world and they don't differentiate like why you have magic and I don't. So there's that, but yeah. Uh, if I were to rate all three of these, this probably also get like maybe a decent, decent plus. There wasn't a whole lot of, it wasn't that interesting to me. So, I'm giving it a decent, decent plus on that one. There you go. Um, fairy tale. Wow, I was about to move into Promise Neverland uh, and then Fairy Tale. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to. Oh, I did that one in five minutes. That's crucial. Uh, let's move on to Promise Neverland. We got about three chapters on this one. Forty-one to forty-four. Uh. See, let's see. In forty-one, uh, we get the. You said forty-one? You sure it's not forty-two to forty-four? No, we stopped at the trees, like right after they escaped the trees. Uh, so in forty-one, they finally got out the tree part, um, and they're learning more about the book and how it could potentially help them, and and uh, they figured out like. It's also giving them not only how to defeat the monsters in the world, but different stuff about the nature. Like they found out about this fruit that can give them like wa clean water to drink, 
stuff like that. So they're basically just like this. This book is crucial. That's that's like the gist of it. Um, and now they set their goal, the story goal, which is like let's go find Minerva. Uh, it's interesting because I guess that means that he's still alive and there's no question of that for the fact that they were able to set this as a goal. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see when or how they find him, but it looks like maybe they might have already from these later chapters. So um, there's also like this weird concept of like uh, Chief Emma found another secret, which is like the location of where he might be through like this pen. Um, so that's where they're going to head to go look for him. That's the pen that the uh, black lady left for them. Yeah, so uh, they think that that's giving them Will Will's location, William Minerva's location. Um, they break down like how the whole pen works with the letter, like the system and how what it means. So coordinates yeah, what the coordinates mean is how they should get there. So that's pretty much that. So that's their goal. Um, and I think in this one, they also start getting attacked by. Uh, yeah, this random ass creature. Yeah, I think the demon's fine. Yeah, no, the big creature starts to chase them in this one. So this random big demon comes up at the end of the chapter, starts chasing them around. They're running away, trying to strategize how to escape. Um, eventually, they decide, okay, they need to split up. Ray decides to go kind of by himself and draw the demon off. And then the kids kind of go off into another direction. So in that process, <clears throat> the... Kids, I think, end up kind of making it safe somewhere, uh, but Ray ends up uh, getting caught up and finding basically the demons that are looking for them. Yeah, so, so I, can, uh -huh. I can continue from there. Yeah, go ahead. Because that's basically where 43 and 44 comes comes in. Okay. So at the end of 43, we see that the monster uh, randomly gets his head chopped off. I mean, at the end of 42, the monster randomly gets his head chopped off right before Ray leads it to the trap of the, uh, the, the roots that, you know, eat eat creatures or whatever and basically from 43 on we see that we find out that the monster's head was chopped off by one of the demons the one that was leading those dogs in which around one of the trees we see that Ray is uh, basically hiding while he's uh, listening to what what the demon is saying and they're saying oh man okay so they're still around here or whatever since this thing was uh, clearly chasing chasing them in which um, they, they can clearly tell that Ray's behind one of the trees, so they're like, yeah, buddy, come on out. In which Ray realizes, oh, shit, they ain't really trying to kill me or whatever, so they must realize that I'm high-quality meat. In which that means, since since they know they can't really do anything to me, they must know that, uh, well, that means that I can I can run without having to worry about them fucking grabbing me and killing me, just like that. So um, he basically uh, decides to run in the opposite direction from all the rest of the kids, so that it becomes much harder for for the demons to um, to scoop them up. In which, while he's being chased, he eventually realizes that these these doll creatures are actually much smarter, much smarter than him. He say he basically says it feels like him playing against Mama. Uh, that sounds weird calling her that. Yeah. But the uh, <laughs> I forgot I forgot her her name. But Isabella. Yeah. Him playing, him playing chess against Isabella, in which basically all of her, all of his moves, um, they already know. So these dog creatures, they actually can't talk and strategize on how to um, chase down their prey. Yeah, it's so they're weird. basically enclosing him while they're chasing him. It's this, 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 this show is a, a bit too smart for me. To be <laughs> so, yeah, they drop a lot of so interesting bit, knowledge bombs here. And a little bit too smart, but um, also uh, randomly. Um, 
While the kids are running away, Emma passes out to which they see that she's bleeding too much from the ear. And then the kids are, you know, starting to panic or whatever, in which uh, this chicken uh, in a random hood is like, yeah, just come with me, I'll, I'll leave them to safety. And then the chick with the glasses can't remember her name. She's like, no, I can't trust this bitch, G. No. In which, uh, Did you ask, think she was evil? Uh, no. I mean, we can go super in-depth in it, but I just remember, like, talking no. on Twitter with some no, people and they think, thought she was evil. I didn't think she was evil. I didn't think so. At least, at least, at least she doesn't have any evil intentions right now. Because if she does, then that definitely means that these kids are fucked. Right. So, I just like if they see so another new, I'm assuming that's so, a good thing. So that can't be the situation for right now because they're already in a very shitty situation yeah. with Emma right here bleeding or whatever. Mm -hmm. They can't be. They can't have somebody catch them right now. They're way too vulnerable. Yeah. So this has to be somebody that's going to lead them at least to a temporarily. Yeah, people um, definitely yeah. thought that that's... Well, some of the people are arguing on the Twitter or at least bringing up the point that they thought that the smile <laughs> smile might have been evil. Yeah. And I'm just like, hmm. I don't know if I believe that just yet, but I thought she... I really wasn't thinking about that at all. It didn't come to mind. But mm -hmm. yeah, just want to bring that up. But yeah, the chick with the glasses is telling, uh, telling her to show her face or whatever so she can reveal who she is. The chick smiles or whatever. And then that's the last that we see of them so far. Cut back to the uh, chase between Ray and... These uh these monsters and they eventually uh crowd up on them and right before they swoop in to right right before the demon swoops in to um to pick them up because uh eventually Ray runs out of stamina he can't move anymore right hey, before he, right before uh, the demon picks him up one of uh a one of the hooded creatures rides in on these uh on a weird ass horse horse like creature. Uh, I think it slashed through one of the demons or whatever, if I remember correctly. Uh, and then, scoop, and then swooped up rape. And, uh, swoop, and they're swooping up out, out of that situation. And then that's the end of 44. Yeah, I don't think anything got slashed. Oh, no, I didn't. He, he just helped them. Um, I guess I pictured that because he had a spear in his hand. Yeah. My questions would be really around... Because my theory right now is that um, I think... This guy seems older... And he could potentially be Minerva, but maybe not. No, um, I don't think Minerva's going to be coming out, no. But I, but I do think that they're trying to set up a split between the two groups. As in, I think those two people may not be connected, so to speak. Like, they may know of each other, but they may not, like... I don't think he's going to be reunited in the group. That's one of the theories I'm thinking, like... Ray could just be going off with this guy and training under him and the kids could be staying with that chick and learning from her group of people, which I think she's probably associated with the bigger so it group. So sounds like you're saying these main three characters want to be growing up in their own on their own different ways. I could see that. Because to me, what I thought was going to happen in this thing was that Ray was pretty much not going to die, but he was going to take some, like some sort of L to be separate from the group, like either go back into the house and join the demons and start working in a different way or just have to like basically be off by himself like escape these demons but just be separate from the group from a period of time or whatever because i don't know this i mean this guy has a weapon so i'm i'm at least hype about the fact that i think there's some combat ability the fact that he ran though to me tells me that maybe even with the humans there's still not hope that they can really take on numerous demons like they might be able to take on one mm -hmm. and i'm still suspect that they could take on those swole dog looking demons not these ones the other swole dog ones I mean, that we've seen like a couple <laughs> chapters ago but honestly well, i honestly would like that's that theory to be true based on the separation uh, theory yeah based on because i would like to see 
the three of them grow in their own unique ways. I would like to see uh, Norman growing up as a scientist and, and trying to realize, well, trying to come up with different ways to, uh, to try to combat these creatures uh, scientifically, yeah. whether he's using like different poisons or bombs or or some type of weaponry or whatever. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Ray being being trained by some type of warrior group, yeah. in which he eventually learns how not to be so sacrificial and, and give up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And which he actually learns, all right, if I find myself in a shitty situation, I can yeah. still fight my way up out of this or whatever. I want Buddy to be with him too, though. Because Ray seems very suicidal. Um, as I can see that, see, yeah. He seems like he's he's uh, way too easily able to, uh, willing to give, give up. up himself in order to, uh, in order to save others. Meanwhile, I, I, I like Well, that just too. Emma, I think he crushing on her too hard. And then I would like to see Emma um, come up in life as a nurturer, as somebody who's uh, teaching uh, teaching the rest of these kids how to uh, how to basically work with each other in order to, to in order to de mm -hmm. defeat these demons. So she'd basically be the army creator. Yeah. She'd be the one that's rallying all of the troops in order to create the ultimate army of destroyers. So eventually when they all come back together, they all have their three distinct skills that they mm -hmm. have. That are leveraged based off the core smart thing, though. That's what I want. Is like she's probably like a ma like Norman's a master or whatever. I still would. I'd rather Norman be the master strategist because they've already kind of shown this. But yeah. like in this case, it would be like Emma's like the master strategist. Well, Norman's well, I, like the well, the army expert, and then like uh, sorry, Norman's like the science expert. Meaning like he might be giving them more tools or insight into like the plans of like if they're trying to tag the building Norman's probably going to be the guy that's like hey you guys are going to have to go like this route or whatever because I know the interiors or whatever right, and well, then Ray I, is like the combat expert yeah exactly like how, how the fuck because he had a lot of good combat strategy here like for trying to run away from these motherfuckers like oh, yeah. first of all he was running for a decent amount of time I would think like the fact that they weren't able to catch up with them as big as they are I feel like they should have got him quick but I guess I'm assuming that because he was running tr through the trees it was like slowing them down in a sense but then he was also really strategizing on his feet like okay well I can do this I have like these three routes to go or whatever and this one this is gonna happen this one this is gonna happen but this one I can probably do this and he was low-key finna come up if it wasn't for like the the other demon showing up or whatever so yeah yeah so he's definitely gonna have like the ultimates if you want to think about it the ultimates um uh what's that what's the hockey where you can see motherfuckers uh actions right can yeah We'll call it that one. Yeah. Uh, I only know them by their English versions. It's Conquerors, oh, yeah. um, Arm, Armament Hockey, and then and I don't even know what they call a okay, Kimbo Shogu Hockey in um in English terms. Prediction. But, yeah. but yeah, basically that one, in which mm -hmm. you'll be able to, to uh, see all of the different uh, movements already ahead of time of his opponents, and yeah. be able to come up with the different deflections for it. I'm very interested in what this other chick is going to teach the group. Um, I do wish if if uh, Ray is gonna like if they're gonna separate, I wish that the other guy, the black guy, I forget what his name is, is Don. I wish he joined Ray because he's definitely has battle potential, like for real, for real. Who? Uh, the the black guy. Oh, the one who bust on him. Yeah, he definitely has battle potential. I oh, would yeah, prefer him join up with like Ray's group and be like a warrior. Type. I think he's gonna be the tank of the crew. Yeah, but if they if they are fused, then it's still good because then he, like Ray will meet up and then he'll probably end up. Join it with Ray and try to become like some type of warrior. The other thing is, it's like, yeah, it's. I don't know if they need a time skip or whatever, but there's really only like, I'm only really counting like four war potentials right now, which is like those, the the black guy, 
which I'm just gonna call him black for now. The chick with the glasses, Emma, Norman, and Ray. Mm-hmm. But like none of the kids really stand out as as valuable to me right now. They all just seem like liabilities. Except for that baby, Phil. Yeah, but Phil's not with the core group. If Phil's with the core group, boy, it's crucial that I don't think the demons can survive. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. You need to stop with this right now, dude. I don't think the team is going to keep putting too much respect on this. Phil name. is too crucial of a motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. But so he's going to be a real one. Oh, that. for sure, for sure, man. And if he got trained on that too. But yeah, I'm wondering. I think it's too early for this these guys to be Minerva. But I'm wondering if they're associated with Minerva or. That's like also their goal, like to find a meaning. Like, they, like they're also like, yeah, we escaped too, and and we're also looking for Minerva or something like that. Like we escaped a minute ago, and we just been out here like surviving and thriving and shit. Uh-huh. But I just think it's too for them to just talk about like trying to meet Minerva. I just feel like it's gonna be like closer to the end type story goal when they run into this guy. So I, I'm wondering what these well, who these as, people are. As far as we know, Minerva might just be one of the, a regular nigga amongst the amongst the, the this hidden society. Could be yeah. He just be he just might be the one who's um, smart enough to create these secret books for for people. I'm just too hyped that we've actually seen a human with weapons, uh, because that's all. I, um, that's all I'm like. I'm just like okay, they have a fighting chance. That's all it bring to me is like okay, cool. They got weapons. <sighs> There's a fighting chance against these demons. Yep. Uh, the horse thing is kind of interesting. Um, maybe there's going to be a concept of being able to control these demons to a degree, or this is some nature construct. Because now, like you know, the force is alive or whatever. Yeah. So there's probably going to be like the demon separation, and then like these creatures that come from this nature that you have to master and be a part of to kind of help you fight combat the demons. I know the horse better be fucking fast enough to take right. that. Oh, I'm sure he's fast. Prepare you picked him up and dipped off. I, I highly doubt they're gonna be able to catch up. But yeah, um if I had to rate it, really a lot of it is just kinda waiting on this like last chapter. Um I'd probably give it like maybe a decent plus. I'm definitely interested. I'm glad there's finally hope again. Because I, I was like, I don't know how to fuck you're you're in the forest, but I don't know what's gonna happen to them, so it's a decent plus. I'm I'm interested to see the next chapter. I think I'll give it a decent sale. Decent. All right, I'm just, you put hella respect on uh, on Buddy showing up name, I'm assuming. Yep. Decent. I want to see what he can do. Oh, man. I wish he came in with the fight, though. That would have been neat. That would have been nice to see. Because it just would gave me hope that, all right, they can really take these motherfuckers on. It's just that they're kids. But, yeah, uh, we're good there. We can move on to Fairy Tale 539 to 540. Yep. So, well, fairy tale. Basically, what happens in this is um, Acnologia breaks out of the ravines of time and starts ra- wrecking havoc. In which uh, he runs up on Wendy. Wendy uh, gets grabbed by him. I don't know why I'm speaking of passive passive terms, <laughs> but um, he grabs Wendy and it makes it look like he crushed her or whatever but he, he essentially just took his dick off though. come on bro why are you looking at his dick I'm geez? just saying he block, I don't know why they, he took time out of his day to block that man dick off though <sighs> but anyways continue <laughs> this nigga grabs Wendy make, they make it look like he fucking crushes her but in, in essence he actually just sent her to the fucking ravines of time he sent her and the rest of these dragon slayers to the ravines of time and I'm about to get pissed because they also actually put laxes in that group of people of these uh, dragon slayers <laughs> 
<laughs> you ain't. I'm just you keeping ain't it. heavy on laxes. I'm keeping it real, dude. Wow, you ain't hard. Laxes is not supposed to be in this group. Ain't hard as fuck. If that's the case, then there's also a a, a a bunch of other motherfuckers who should be in that group, right? Who are who are fake dragon slayers? Did you not see the poison dragon nigga? Yeah, he was in that too. Yeah, yeah. I see. He's he a should, fake motherfucker. He shouldn't be there either. He's fake as hell. <laughs> he shouldn't be there either. But no, they low key put respect. They turned him into like a real dragon, like some in the last two arcs or something like that. Like they because there was this one scene that happened where like they put all the dragon slayers on some motorized vehicle. And that's when you knew, like, oh, they're considering these fuckboys real dragon slayers. And I think he was on that shit, too. Because Laxus started feeling the shit. He was like, oh. I was like, no, they're not doing this right now. And I think Poison Dragon was on there. He was like, oh. I was like, all right. So they're saying that these niggas are real dragon slayers, even though they're not. Surprise, you give us that swole man voice that you be doing. <laughs> well, he, he slimmed down a little bit. <laughs> now that Makarov came back to life. <laughs> He definitely wasn't as big as he was in that crazy chapter, dude, where that nigga was like three times his size. That nigga was bigger than Elfman. He was way bigger than Elfman. He made Elfman, he was like, how long you been working out, Elfman? Two days? All right, come in. I've been in this time. I have about a time change. He spit on that nigga again. Oh, God. Mess showed up. All right, let's drop the. Oh ring. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get to that. I, I know. I know. Ring, you better get this shit dropped. <laughs> so um, yeah. Let me let me get back into it. Yeah, let's fuck this show. Right. So it's faster um, we get through it, the so better. Basically, you know why everybody's you know crying about how how all of these different people are gone. Jill and and Wendy and all of this. Uh, Miss Anna eventually tells says that he's so powerful because she and uh, Perfume Buddy they get popped back out of the revenge of time. Mm-hmm. They basically say that he's so fucking strong when he ate time itself. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> he got so fucking strong that his body couldn't take it, so his he, he, his, his spirits ended up splitting from his physical form, and which basically his physical form being the dragon itself got brought back into the real world where his spirits, his human form, in, in essence, stayed into the ravines of time, in which basically they're saying that um, the only thing that they gotta do is beat Agnologia within the spirit world in order for them to come back and eventually, you know, I guess, come back into the real world and fuck up the actual Agnologia's body or something like that. But, you know, while everybody's going crazy, Urza eventually goes over and tells that to uh, Lucy and the rest of them, and basically they're all like, yeah, all we gotta do is fight back against Agnologia while they fuck them up in the ravines of time, and we'll be all good. Friendship. So... Yeah, I don't think that they could... I actually think they probably had a better chance with human Agnologia than they do with the fucking dragon. They have, like, a hell no one... Like, with no dragon slayers there... You have a hell no chance against Dragon Agnologia. I mean, unless everybody does some type of fuse or whatever. Come on. They, they I mean, Ares is the only one who has potential to do that because she beat a dragon, technically. They better have an ultimate spirit oh bomb or some shit with Goku at, Oh you, my god. Because Goku was the only one that was able to beat a dragon, right? Uh, he beat that dragon, buddy, right? But I mean, that, I, it is that with that spirit bomb from the whole universe? Probably, I don't know. The universal spirit bomb? Oh, you're talking about like in GTA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he beat multiple dragons in GTA. Yeah. There were multiple dragons? Oh, yeah, right, back, back, <laughs> <laughs> well, back to the top of the game. Yeah. Uh, I forgot where Mess popped in, because I know he popped in at somewhere. somewhere uh, it I, looks like... I think he popped in and grabbed Urza and brought, brought her Fairy over. Fairytale 540 page... Uh, damn, was it that early in the chapter? 
Yeah, I'm missing something. Whatever, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, I just I think he popped in and grabbed Urza. Yeah, he did. Urza. Yeah, uh, there it Urza is. Wendy and the rest. Fourteen to fifteen. And which, as soon as I saw that, I was like, whoop. I already know what reading this for the <laughs> And, uh, you know, essentially nothing else important happened. Fairy tale. So, I mean, like, it's already a shit because mess was there. But, um, only thing I'm gonna also say is that even with all, they even got, I mean, they got a bunch of niggas there. But they still have no chance against Dragon Form Echologia. And first of all, he basically just blew up the world. He said, fuck it, and blew up. The, he started off blowing up the world. It also doesn't make sense how both of those things exist and can control each other. But whatever. I'm not even going to question it because it's fucking fairy tale. I don't want to waste my time. I mean, trying yeah, to dig into this shit. anything, question how you fucking ate the ravines of time. Uh, my thing is the only thing that is really going to say it would really would have been better if all of the other niggas got put in the ravines of time and had to verse human form. And all of these niggas went dragon form because then there would have been a chance that all of these motherfuckers could turn into dragons. Yeah, that would have been much more interesting. Yeah, there would have been a chance to make that fight right. Because right now we're going to see a bunch of moves we've already seen or a bunch of fusion moves with Natsu. Because yeah. Laxus is here, so he's probably going to go lightning dragon. He's probably going to go lightning metal dragon because both Laxus and Gajil are here. He might even fucking take uh, like all these niggas' fucking powers and shit. The poison is stupid, though. Smooth power ranges. Yeah, the poison is freaking retarded. I don't know how that's going to add to anything because I'm sure poison does not work on Acnologia already. And so what damage are you going to do? Poison punch. Oh, wait, I'm a Nigga, what, what can you do to him at all? You can't put no status attacks. effects. I mean, Nas can burn through time, so... That's the only thing. And he's in the ravines of time. Exactly. That's why I figured that Nexus. I mean, yeah, they're all just gonna funnel their powers into him. But I'm just saying, like, what boost is his poison gonna add to the thing at all? Like, I'm just saying, if you poison can't make you sick, right? Well, poison can like burn through shit. Awesome. Oh, oh, like acid. You're saying okay. I'll put the respect on that then. There you go. Sorry, Coco. I was just, I was just about to say, put some respect on Coco. There. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, dude. All right, what what happened in five thirty nine? Nothing. Right. So yeah, I don't I don't know. Ayers is pretty much gonna be leading the charge for this shit. I think. Cause yeah. she seemed like the only one healthy enough to actually do shit. Um actually not healthy enough, but the only one main enough to do shit. So yeah, I would uh, just pretty much rate this we already know shit. Yeah, leech. Yeah, I'm not showed up, so 100% shit on that motherfucker. Ares is able to move, even though, body, even though all of the bones are broken, so yeah. I need to get like a sound bar for like the shit sound and just play it for these last, what, five chapters of Fairy Tale? Uh, what's the name of it? How, did, how does um, the van go? Van? Yeah. What's the, what's, the, what's the sound effects that you put on the van? Oh, click, 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 Fucking trash ass fairy tale. Yeah, it's basically trying to put this show put this show into gear. Well Burn it to the ground. Uh on to Bogano Hero 141 to 142. So this is pretty much called 141 is pretty much called put some respect on Sun Eater name. That's what it is. So Sun Eater, I don't know if he just leveled up like in that moment or he been able to do that. Basically, he is now able to fuse the aspects of different food that he eats to, like, power himself up or whatever. So, he did that in his fight against those three guys. Uh, they still try to fight him. Uh, Mealtime kind of shows us his power, which is basically that he can eat anything. That does a little bit of damage to him, but at the same time, it doesn't really seem like it has that big of an effect or whatever. 
Um, let me think. What else? What else? Stealing guy tries to do some stuff. Crystal guy does some stuff. Uh, dude eats him some more. You know you're trying to fly through this. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of eating and punching, but it really doesn't work that much. Uh, they go a little bit into detail about how uh, they got found and why they uh, focus on the Yakuza or whatever. Why well, they're so loyal to um, Yeah, and it sounds like the Yakuza was actually a good organization to a degree before What's-His-Face took over. So, and they're just around because they really respect his dad and not because they care so much about... Um, Overload? Yeah, overhaul. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Sun Eater turns up on him and uh, actually wins the fight. Uh, but after that, it's pretty much like a KO, just like the tuning exam. Sorry. Well, not the tuning exam, but the Sasuke retrieval arc, like, pretty much after everyone had their, like, big fight, they just passed out and they couldn't do anything else. I mean, but you gotta put a little bit of respect on the same on how he was able to feel. I really love, he feels like the chicken power with what his octopus power. Yeah, he bulked he bulked up his body parts or whatever. Yeah, so but, but he he you know he put some strategy. He had the blind buddy that's, that stole his powers or whatever, so he can get the rest of his powers back and then use mm -hmm. those powers to fight back against these other two monsters. So yeah, so I mean, wait, so mule guy steals people's powers as he eats them? No, the buddy who. Um, if he sees you, he can steal whatever you hold. Oh, so he stole his mask, whatever is what you're saying. No, he stole, he stole his, uh... The clam. He stole the clam power from him. Oh, okay. Which All was right. basically his defense against, uh... Mill. The Mill guy. Got it. And then in 142, we pretty much just get, um... The rest of them are still trying to go through the maze. It looks like... The guy who's changing rooms is preoccupied or only can change rooms like if he's like actually watching them. So at first he's like not really watching them or whatever and then I guess in the middle he decides like oh yeah I'm gonna start messing up the room. So they try to take out a racer head which I think is on purpose because he is probably like his power is the most Dangerous. annoying. Yeah. So they try to separate him. Fatgum tries to save him. That doesn't really work out as expected. Um, it ends up moving Fat Gum and apparently also um, Kirishima or Red Riot. He like hopped in to try and save Eraser as he got knocked out, but Fat Gum didn't notice him. He got sucked into his fat, and then they end up in this other room or whatever. So then they end up fighting <clears throat> uh, this these two other guys, these two other Expendables. One is I think the Swole guy we seen outside. Oh uh, no, I think that's him. Oh, it's just a random other swole guy or whatever. Yep. And the other is a superior type person. Um, Red Riot tries to, like, block the strong guy's attacks, but he's too weak, so he ends up, like, getting his arms Straight messed up. up. Uh, Fat Gum is obviously decently strong, so he doesn't actually get to put hands on Buddy. He ends up getting his attack blocked by the barrier. So... The whole concept of this fight is that the the barrier guy is basically like you two guys are defense based opponents yeah, and we are like and defense. yeah and we're like attack and shield because, so because the one guy his punches are basically like gunshots oh that's what it was that's how strong they are damn oh, damn you know he's up there uh, I I kind of like his style though I like the the punchy guy style so it's cool um, it seems like it's gonna be one of those like uh, Frankie type fights. Like uh, the man versus like who's a manlier man type fight. So 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think we're gonna get another power up for from Red Riot, but I think that's kind of like fast. That's fast, yeah, because he just got that new power. I think we're, maybe we'll get more respect on Fat Gum's name than anything. That'd be him leveling up quicker than any other character. As was two like in the same arc. He pulled it, he pulled it on the Kasuya. Kasanya already like he low key leveled up it within the heart too. So it's like if he gets another one though, but I get it could it would be different if the hardness stuff was something he already had. Yeah, I don't I don't think what we saw from uh, from Sunny was something new on his repertoire. Oh, you think he already had it? Yeah, he, he already had it. He just was never confident in most situations to actually show it. That's why I think uh, that's why Fat Gun had had uh, had confidence in him because he knew what he was capable of. Mm. Oh, all right, that makes sense. But yeah, the, the hardening guy. We'll see. I don't know if he has another power up. That'll be very interesting to see. But then that, to me, that just means that the the one thing he pulled out wasn't really like a, in the fight party. Like he been had it, so he's gonna have to pull out something smart. Yeah, use his brains for the first time. Um, yeah, I mean, you got anything else to add? Nope. All right, I would give this like a. I'm probably decent as hell. I'm giving it decent. Oh really? Yeah. I'm excited for this fight, and uh, 142. So yeah, I give it a decent as hell. Uh, move on to the last one. One Piece 868, 869. Hey, this is a struggle. Yep, this is the last one. Real snake albums, man. I'm telling you. So uh, 868. KX launcher, in which, uh, <laughs> what's the funny, G? I'm saying this is gonna go by super quick. Hopefully, so basically, uh, they give us a flashback of when Big Mom ate her whole family. What, when, when? In which the uh, one giant who saw it, he was like, oh, heck no. So he got about that situation, told the rest of the giants or whatever what happened. And at that point, they uh, swore to never say a name amongst each other. But this other random buddy who's able to uh, turn anything into food, Struzan, he uh, he was like, oh, snap, she lit. So let me go over and uh, see what's up with her. So he went over there, saw this little girl crying by herself, and he was like, Yo, you know what? I'm going to take you in. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm train you. So this was basically a shout out to, uh, to Toriko. Him basically uh, being able to chop anything into food and, and Big Mom being this ultimate eating machine or whatever. Right. So that's basically Acacia and uh, Joey. Mm -hmm. But um, they take us back to the future in which they shoot these scary slunches into at, at Big Mom, but uh, screaming so powerful it blows up all of the rockets. <laughs> because, you know, because you know. Uh, I had hope it was actually going to work. Because you know, Yonko's. And then, um... Was that their plan B? Hmm? Oh, no, their plan B was to escape if the, the launchers didn't work. Oh, yeah, so basically, it takes us back to the flashback to show how Big Mom came up in life on um, working with Struzan or whatever, and how she basically was trying to create this whole little um, island where everybody can live together with each other peacefully. Um, you know, race, religion creed and color and all that good stuff no matter what you are you can come over and stay with me but if you leave i will kill you and uh she's i think she was she was like 10 years old and her bounty was like 50 million or something mm. or 500 million uh who's uh big mom 
Oh, she was her, her belly was fifty million mm-hmm. just as a five year old. There we go. And then she just kept moving up in the ranks as she uh, mm. got more and more followers and got stronger and stronger. Oh, I didn't pay attention to it. Bro. So when they saw that the uh, Rockets had uh, got destroyed or whatever, these niggas was like, "What? Oh wait, is it Phil Dip? Get out of Dodge." What was Luffy's? What do you mean? What was Luffy's? Luffy's was hit five hundred million, right? Is that where yeah. he's at right now? Oh, so they were whole. Okay, I see what they were doing, trying to do there. Exactly. Damn. They said basically as a kid. Yeah, she was strong. <laughs> right now, perhaps <laughs> even stronger. God, that's crazy. That's not fair. So, uh, so these niggas say, "Diff, we about to plan fail." So they try to um, have Caesar come up with the mirror so they can jump inside of that, get up out of that uh, out of the situation. Oh, they all and knew right they before, were going to die. Right before they get into it, guess what happens? The scream shatters the mirror. In which they basically you see like, a pain yep. in their face. In which they're basically like, oh, we're dead. Except Jinbei. Jinbei's a real one. That's why he couldn't get his soul stealing. Stolen. Because he wasn't even care. He was like, all right, well, whatever. Hey, I'm a real nigga anyway. All right. All right, bro. See so, you. <clears throat> so, at this situation, we see that everybody else, uh, well, we see we saw that um, Dogtooth made some uh, air, air puffs, I guess you want to call them. Out of his uh, puff balls. What do you call them? The what? Out of his mochi mochi. Uh, what what is it? What's dog tooth power? What oh, mochi mochi. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What, what is it? Is is it mochi? Yeah, it's so, mochi. Yeah. So he uses mochi to to block everybody's ears or whatever. Create puff balls for them to to not get affected by Big Mom's scream. So you can see that they all run, running up on uh, uh, Luffy and the rest of the crew. In which Capone turns into Big Father and he tells everybody to hop inside of him while he tries to take care of everybody. So why does he unlock all five of his fingers? It seems like that could be a next level of his power. Oh, I don't know, man. The same hand side he had to do to do that. It's just weird, but anyway. So uh, that was that chapter, A sixty nine. We see. Uh, yeah, whatever. I'll save that for the theory point. A69, we see that Big Mom scream is basically almost at the very ending of, of, of her doing her thing or whatever. But while she's screaming, uh, I forgot what buddy's name is. Uh, the guy who's like the head of the underworld or something like that. He uh, grabs two of those balls, two of those mochis and put them in his ear. And he's like, oh, it's a Monte Bacco, it's a Monte Bacco box. Grabs that and he's like, yeah, let me, um, let me see what's up in here real quick. And uh, swap the uh, contents. And right before he gets to open the box, Big Mom scream, knocks the uh, chest out of his hand. Her, her scream is extremely, um, extremely convenient. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Let me just say that. It's, 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 it's almost as if she's like low-key aware of everything around her and she's just making her scream happen. Right. Whenever something is about to mess her up. Oh, that's inconvenient. Right? So, um, so basically, Dog 2 grabs his sister off of Caesar's back brings her to the rest of them. Oh, uh, the Tomato Baco box fell off the cliff, by the way, when uh, Big Mom screamed, kind of knocked it off of it, out of his hands. Mm. But um, but uh, Big Mom's children starts to grab like some of the, the vital characters in which they were all screaming for help. And then, uh, I forget what Lollipop Buddy's name is, but he's he's essentially uh, running up the other kids. They're about to attack the Vent Smokes, in which Sanji's like, yo, 
take y'all little um, gears. They attach them to their belts. These 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 little things start to spin, and then they turn into the Power Rangers, basically. Oh, that was that chapter, wasn't it? Oh yeah. We got about the Power Rangers. German Devil Six, Devil Up. Judge didn't turn into nobody. And was. <laughs> <laughs> Judge is just uh, Zordon. Just he's just around. Hey man, he's Super Saiyan Three Goku, man. <laughs> Not as strong though. Oh no, no, only but Not even right. close. So. Um, one of the children basically tries to shoot some like firepower at him. They just sit there like, nah, bro. Touch, rage you touch, smooth, man. In which basically each of the children attacked one of the uh, one of Big Mom's kids, um, helping them release uh, Luffy's uh, crewmates. And uh, Sanji catches. The, I'm, 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 I'm like slowly dying out as I read this. I tell you. Sanji uh, catches Nami, aka the Yellow Ranger. Come on, bro. Stop. It's the only one that's missing. Stop, G. Put <laughs> some respect on Sanji's name, G. He's, look, man, they consider him basically like a bitch or whatever. whatever. Sanji's a white ranger. But they consider him like a B-word. He's a white ranger. Nah, he definitely is. He's like, the, he's like the hidden leader that they don't know about. I'm going to call him a white ranger. I mean, yeah, you he's, are called. You saying that just because his hair is yellow. We'll, we'll give yellow rangers to, to judge since he's the one with the yellow hair. All right, bro. Yeah, he does. He deserves it. He's crying. He out there crying. <laughs> yeah, he was out there crying for no reason. Why are you crying, Judge? Hey man, I'm no man, I'm just crying. Right? Why are you always crying? All right. Um. So back to this overview because we can never just run through the overviews, man. Hey, that's how I go because stuff's so, coming up. So uh, Luffy, Judge, and all the rest of the crew—they are trying to run away at this point. <laughs> And, oh, snap, I was too early. This is where Big Mom scream, um, oh. knocks, <clears throat> knocks the tomato bako box out of uh, Buddy's hands, in which that falls off the cliff. Everybody runs inside of Judge, I mean, not Judge, but uh, inside, of, inside of Capone, Big Father, in which he uh, starts to try to bust that yapa at Big Mom while she's screaming. <laughs> and guess who comes to save her? Uh, Mr. Dogtooth puts up a candy wall. In which that blocks all the vets, and he's like, you know what? That don't mean that, and I could just attack it from all angles. In which he tries to, in which he finds out that all of his cannons are stuck with mochi, so none of that works. And then, um, they uh, he realizes that he can't move because one of the kids stuck uh, candy all around his feet or whatever. So then they're basically like, come on out of there so we can murk all of y'all. And Capone is like, all right, so we're fucked. Because uh, the assassination failed. We can't get out of here. I don't know what we're going to do. And um, <laughs> and basically, I think the rest of the rest of them are, are trying to act calm about it. He's like, yeah, y'all should be acting calm because if, if this, basically, this castle is me. And if this castle gets destroyed, I die. And when I die, this castle disappears in which y'all die. Yeah. And then, um, essentially, while he's talking to them, he he starts, like, passing out or whatever because he cuts out to see Big Mom actually murking the castle. Like, yeah, come on out of there so I can kill all of y'all. 
and when she's working this tree, working this castle like it's nothing. <laughs> oh, you can just see it on beating the castle. Capone's face. Beating man. the castle to it's hilarious, bits. man. Capone's dying. And every time she punches the castle, uh, Capone is like just screaming in sheer pain inside of the castle. Straight there are so many like whited out eyes in this arc, I guess. Oh yeah. Of just straight pain from Capone, but I'm so too. But yeah, it's just because everything's candy based. It's not putting enough respect on like the the actual pain it's going to. But like when the mirror broke. You could see it in all of their faces, like, they were like, yeah, I'm dead. Like, they literally went through it, like, all right, I'm dead. Um, now, But now I'm starting to get suspicious because um, Capone is like a rook in her army, but then, like, rook is also what he called this power that he unlocked. So I don't know what, I'm assuming Big Mom didn't know about this whole fortress thing, but um, I'm wondering if his, like, power is gonna get more chess piece inspired or something like that like it's kind of weird i don't know it just came out of nowhere with that rook stuff that kind of threw me off um the big father thing is just stupid because of the fact that it like actually affects him and it's almost kind of like a uh, fairy tale in a sense because like it seems like big father actually has some sort of a personality because it has a face and eyes and a mouth but Capone is also like talking to them at the same time as he's controlling big father so it's a little weird um. Yeah, just reminded me of fairy tale with Agno the way acknowledges in like two places at once. Um, I definitely. I mean, obviously they're gonna escape somehow, but uh, at this point, it seems like the Power Rangers are either about to turn up or there's about to be another third party involved to help them escape because it's it's like a holistic L right now. Oh yeah. It's like a, and I don't think even though Raju pulls some some crap out, being able to kick a smoothie, even though it just like kind of went through her. I don't think that they can defend enough of them. The only thing is, like, maybe if they pull out the Germa out of nowhere, they can provide enough of the distraction since they're just a bunch of mindless humans, like, for them to escape. But I still, it's tough. It's tough to see where they're going to go from here. Because they have to escape, and the only way I can see is if another, like, strong third party just pops up out the blue. But I feel like that's happened too many times. But I also don't think so they can far. just escape because if that's the case, Big Mom's gonna have some heads on her um, on her spear delivered to a box at their stoop. Oh, so you think they they are they do have to resolve this Big Mom thing? There's no running away. I can see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely surprised when you put hands on um uh, what's her face smoothie, and uh, the the Power Rangers thing was kind of funny to me. I just thought it came out of nowhere for niggas who look like they're going around countries basically like killing people, pillaging them as assassins. And they're fucking talking about like, oh yeah, turn up on the Power Rangers shit. But, maybe it means a little extra little boost for Sanji. Go, go, Vismoke family. Right? I'd be interested to see it animated. They're going to put like a little bit of music behind it or something. Yep. Uh, I, I hope they give Sanji something from it though. That'd be cool. Like, if they just, it like, yeah, dude, we've been saving this for you or whatever. But I just can't see him consistently doing it in fights. That's the problem. But I could see one fight, him just being like, like one of the joke fights, him just being like, all right, they gave this to me a while ago. I guess it's finally time to use it. Like, <laughs> and then it's like, boom, Sanji White in that bad boy, dude. Don't sleep. It might be possible, dude. Like, but I'm saying as a joke fight, you know how every once in a while they have like those comedic fights. 
like a Frankie fight that goes like the Frankie versus Senior Peak, which is like a manly fight, but also kind of funny. It's like I can see him pulling that out like, oh, they gave me this a while ago. I've never really used it because I just thought it was stupid. But I think this is the time and he just like, but he can't be. He, there's no way I can see Sanji using this consistently. I can see him using that at all. I can see him giving it to somebody and then one of them like, oh, what's Ooh, this? And then Lit. Exactly. And then he fucking spins it around. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, shit, look at my suit. And then the rest of them like, oh, you look cool. So be cute. Because you can see Luffy and Chopper and the rest of them and, and Brooke with the oh, first yeah. star ass oh, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Frankie like, I can make some improvements to that on the low. Yo, that'll be lit. Yeah, uh, I just want to see the benefits of this of these suits. I'm not really getting it from here. Uh, I mean, she's poison. And she's sexy. Looks like one of the guys lightning. Every, every, Sparking. Every, everybody's in love with Reju, though. So, um, yeah, yeah fuck we'll y'all. We'll see. I, I, I really do hope they go in depth with these fights. Because if Reju could take her on... She Whoa. can't, bro. Stop, stop bringing it up. Like she can do something to her, man. Dang. I don't know. It seems like they're trying to set up these as real fights. She easily brought. And Sparkin' Ray, he punched a mess out of Big Mom's first son. Else. Yeah, he ain't ready. Damn, Petty. I mean, he's definitely not as strong as Dogtooth, but mm, Dogtooth is kind of. Dogtooth. And all of them, I think. Oh, for sure. So. Just, I just hate his power. But anyway, that's not, that's not neither here nor there. Anything else you want to add? Uh, the title me or whatever box has a bomb in it, right? Yep, Tamatabaku. That's but crazy. But it's only going to activate when they open that shit? Yep, that's crazy. That might be key to... Somebody's saying this in the comments. That's a bunch of people that didn't know about that. But it does mar- See, I didn't know about that shit either. Nigga, we talked about this multiple you know times. No, I'm saying when, we brought it, when you guys brought it up that there was a bomb in there, I was like, yeah, but before we had that convo, I didn't know that there was a bomb in there. Cause I remember we had a, like a theory about her opening it and blowing up, and I was like, "Wait, there's a bomb in there!" And then I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's a bomb in the building. Everybody get the fuck out! It's a bomb in the building." But yeah, sure. yeah, that's it, man. Um, I don't got much else to add unless you got something else to add. What's up with the Power Rangers? Peggy's power stupid. Hashtag Konomura from um, Bleach. I understand it, but it's dumb that the stuff that happens to that building affects him. Uh, you gotta get stronger. Put some hockey around that shit, around that goddamn fortress, because Big Mom beating your ass right now. I'm gonna give it a decent sale because they just got fucked all over the place within this one chapter. Shh. For the Power Rangers, give it a decent, decent sale plus. Minus. Give it a decent sale plus for the Power Rangers. And I'm gonna give it a minus for that. <laughs> hey, man, it's lit. Sanji might be getting a little suit, man. Just for one. Come on, man. Just for the, like, the respect. Nah. Judge be like, you know what? I know I said I hated you, son, but I still on the you. low. I still hate you, but I this suit. But you know I can't. I you know I lost my ability to transform years ago, so here's my color. White. Stop. <laughs> Sanji. All right, spin this, that shit this up. Review is over. Right up on the motherfucker. This Just review like it's over. At it's gonna be. Low. Yeah, decent to sell minus. Look at dog tooth in the face. Boom! Spin kick that nigga right to the jaw. My MVP of the week is Watchdog, man. Oh, fuck. Fuck you. Yeah. All right. Um, MVP of the week for me. Shake? It's pretty much just going to be King. Shake? Petty. Shake? It's got to be King. I, I knew nigga was going to say King because... It's got to be King. Because there's nobody else that's at the level of those two niggas within yeah. this week. Yeah, no. Chapters is pretty much shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know Kirishima's about to love turn up, so maybe next week he'll get it. But, yeah, no. That's, yeah. King. <laughs> King and them was on it, man. English, please? King. I'm putting some respect on your name for basically calling Saitama out on this shit, man. And for all that shit you did with the moving and grooving and shit, so Garu couldn't notice how to attack you. All I'm saying is, niggas, I think there's a three-level troll going on where... Niggas think King is stronger than he is, and then readers think King is actually weaker than he is, but King is actually stronger than he is on the low. Like that hidden level of where he is, like low key. I was trolling y'all, the reader. I actually am strong as fuck. What if that happened, bro? That would be like, I don't know, man. I don't know. He was skyrocketing, dude. Like, whole time, he was, like, pretending he was weak as shit, letting Saitama protect him. And then at the end, he was like, Saitama, man, all right, I'll help you out. I'll fight you. He was like, what, King? You not shit. He was like, let's go outside, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Either way, yeah, that was lit. You you petty for taking Watchdog, man, but... Nigga, I knew that. I knew that if anybody else was in this review, they would try, they would go try to take him. So I knew that I had to crash because you remember this and the fucking groupie and the groupie. <laughs> right after I read that yeah. chapter, I said I already know my MVP of the week. Yeah, you did, you did. So I knew that as soon as the rest of y'all read it, y'all were trying to take him from me. So I was like, I gotta hop on this ASAP. That shake thing was clutch, man. Casually, Thank God, man. Casually. But so, I, oh yeah, I guess that goes into my theory that Say Thomas was actually so strong that he actually split off into two characters. He split off into Watchdog Man and Say Thomas. Oh, I just thought he would just be two characters. Not split off, but as in he trades off being both of them. Nope. <laughs> you can have your theory. That means right. Alright, but uh we done. Peace. Watch out for them rappers. Okay. Alright. We done. We finished. You like what you heard? Subscribe and follow us at the Decent Podcast on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at TDP underscore podcast. Send us an email at thedecentpodcast at gmail.com. And search us on YouTube at The Decent Podcast. Bet. Man, let's get something to eat. Woo. Protect your belief.